on this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. Sometimes you just wake up in a farmer's market. And it's amazing. Let's do this. Devil's Trap Podcast. I'm Diana. And I'm Liz. And we're going to talk about Season 8, Episode 7, A Little Slice of Kevin. A Little Slice of Kevin sounds delicious. Does it? Oh, not really. Poor, poor Kevin. I don't, yeah, I don't really want to eat. Uh, most Kevins I know I very much like. I do not want a slice of Kevin. Yeah. Oh. So... I feel like it's the loaded question. Like we always do a catch up and I was going to ask what you've been up to and we've both been kind of busy. So it's kind of a lot. Uh, yeah. But uh, uh, what you got? What you got? You see, I say, you say that, but then as soon as you go, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, tomorrow is my last day of work. Um, so I don't know. Like that's going to be a pretty huge thing that happens tomorrow. And then like mm-hmm. I'm jumping off a bridge into whatever new life i find on the other side which is terrifying but oh the naps oh the naps i shall have and yeah i feel like i don't i really i know like we did a lot of stuff i know i went a lot of places but i drove so many miles and i flew so many miles and like it just is like a blur i'm like what where did i go how and then it was like, I'm just back here. Okay, it's over. Like, I don't know where I went. <laughs> no, I went to Ohio and saw a band and went and sold yeah. a bunch of shit and did a lot of stuff. Fair but enough. this weekend, I'm very excited, is the Paranormal Circus, which I didn't oh. know was a thing that exists. But, like, they travel with the circus tent. Like, it's going to be a Rolling Oaks Mall. and But it's huh. all, like... Horror, not horrors. Horror, I mean, probably horrors. I don't know. You're Ho- saying, hopefully, you're saying horrors, and if you can't see, it's who, I'm not saying horrors. Like if I'm Scottish, you know, horrors. <laughs> uh, so I'm very excited to see aerialists and whatever else they do there. I don't. Yeah. I have no idea what they're doing, but and hopefully that'll give me, you know, the the continued motivation to get just get back on that. You know, you just gotta get back on that hoop. So you just gotta just yeah. go fall. You know, we fall off the hoop. You just gotta okay. get back on. Uh, I, I think I'm allowed. Yeah. I'm allowed to get back on them. So hopefully, hopefully that happens yeah. uh, But then, like, okay. I was asking my friends. I was like, "What does one wear to the paranormal circus?" And the answer I got was blood and leather. I'm not exactly sure what blood and leather means, but <laughs> me either. I feel like I have a pretty extensive wardrobe, and I don't know if I have anything that says quote blood and leather no but i I wish i had something that said night circus because that is my favorite book or one of my favorite books and one of my favorite aesthetics so maybe i will try and get to move so that's that's my exciting you have a room decorated like that kind of i have kind of that vibe and i did a lot i did vinyl cutouts from like i took one of the there's one of the book covers is done sort of like a cutout paper cutout so I took that and then I did into vinyl and did on canvas and then I had the book cover of like going around the room back when I lived in a place that was decorated and not just a (laughs) a pile of a pile of things to hang but anyways so I'm excited very very excited for that and for I'm terrified of sleeping in like I've already started having like panics of because I do have so much to do but like the not having right. work responsibilities is a weird feeling but I can't imagine but yeah yeah hopefully you know you'll, I can, be, you'll be staying occupied so it's fine yeah hopefully my blood pressure will you know no longer be oh. elevated and my apple watch can stop going off and being like 
you've been sitting for a while you know your heart like your heart's not supposed to be this high like when you're sitting right and you're like shut up watch i'm fine yeah so what about you is your apple watch telling you that you need to slow the fuck down i ignore that setting (laughs) i ignore that setting um has my watch told me that before you know the answer to that question so we'll just pretend like we don't see that setting oh no it must be messed up (laughs) actually my well also i'm having my watch doesn't like to read my heart rate because of my where my tattoos are things i've learned (laughs) um apple watches don't read very well through tattoos so uh yeah no i mean i've been busy i feel like there was something else in there too somewhere oh yeah i went to a rock and roll show and then uh, saw saw my friends' bands last um, and Jonathan Jeter and the Revelators and um, Jay Evans and the Boss Tweed and Messer Chups and then got to go to, out of town for work where I went to the Ameripolitan Music Awards and Weekender in Austin, Texas, and I feel like I did a, hit a pretty solid try. Saw a bunch of amazing artists, bunch of friends, good people, business connects, all the things. Uh, I feel like I was telling you a bit ago, I feel like I had a good trifecta for Austin for country honky tonk vibes, Saxon pub and broken spoke where a little old man did ask me to two step. And I feel like that's a, a gold star moment. And I yes, it step. is. And then uh, ended up at the white horse where we stayed till closing. Uh, and then uh, next day I uh, got to go to the awards at the ACL live, which was really cool. And then, You're so fancy. And there was an after party that with an after party at the hotel. It's like it was kind of bonkers. Like they had like after party like lobby jams with bands. Like the bands just were like come back from the bar and they just jam till like 4 a.m. For the record, I was not up till 4 a.m. ever, but that's what other people were. Yeah, but I was not. Fun. But yeah, it was pretty cool. So yeah, then uh and then I went and saw Beetlejuice the musical and uh not not on the same trip and consecutively, mm-hmm. but since we've spoken um and uh it was really good i strong recommend it's um don't expect the movie it's not but also um be prepared for a lot of vulgarity because in a good way it's fun yes and i know like the the movie has it gone into production yet i think it has i think it might have i know they were um, announcing casting pretty consistently so i think they might have started yeah, uh, 2025 release. 2025 is that when it's releasing? I think it's this year. This is 2024. 2024. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, Jenny Jenna Ortega is going to be in it, and yeah. I think that's Lydia. just a really, really great, great casting choice. And Winona was returning as Lydia, so it's yes. it's going to be. And also Catherine O'Hara, your fucking icon. Fucking yes, I adore her so much. She brings me joy. <sighs> maybe great maybe joy. I'll do like yeah. You know, you know, I like my theme, so maybe I'll do like a Catherine O'Hara marathon to support maybe go. like what is my possible? You can hit, that's a broad spectrum of maybe stuff. You can too. go so far, like, and I, I've never finished like Ship's Creek, so it'll give me like loose to finish it. Oh, David! <sighs> so, um, shit, I lost a train of thought. Anyways. Let's talk Catherine about O'Hara, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Let's talk about supernatural. Let's talk about why, supernatural. Let's talk about why we're here. All right. And a little slice of Kevin. So this was season eight, episode seven. And it first aired November 14th, 2012. It was directed by Charlie Carner. And this was the only episode of Supernatural that he ever directed. And he had hmm. previously worked both with Jim Michaels and Bob Singer in the series Midnight Caller in the 1980s. He's most well hmm. known for directing numerous TV movies as well as the world famous acclaimed theatrical film Witless Protection with Larry the Cable Guy. And he is has a movie that is in pre-production, and it's made, based off of the Mike Chapman book, Lowell Park. Have you ever heard of this book? Okay, and we're going to take a quick sidetrack into the plot summary of this book, because I was like, what is this Lowell Park thing? This is the Wikipedia summary. Set in 1990, Jenny Bricks lives in Iowa City. She is a history buff. She even has a Ronald Reagan picture when he was in his 20s as a lifeguard. When she goes to a meeting, a very old professor has a heart attack. Panicking, she uses CPR on him, thus saving his life. 
After a few stops to the hospital, he asks her which U.S. president she likes best. She answers Ronald Reagan. So then the professor tells her that she can go back in time and meet him. She is shocked, but the professor keeps telling her, but it's true. She finally believes him. He takes her to Dixon, Illinois, and that's where Ronald Reagan's childhood home was. But then she's like, you've got 80 hours to stay out of the time zone, or your body's going to go to something, something, something. I don't know. She goes into a time machine, but it's set to 1832 instead of 1932. So then she meets Abraham Lincoln, and Abraham Lincoln develops a crush on her. And then she meets Chief Blackhawk during the Blackhawk War. And then all of that is straightened out. She goes back to 1932 with less than half the time that she started with she gets to meet a young handsome ronald reagan going past her to save a person from drowning so then she gets some friends scooter and betsy there's a dance she dances with ronald reagan and her brother and then while she's dancing with ronald she falls down the steps with them they get a crush on each other they go on a few dates and then she has to go home I don't know if she gets pregnant with Ronald Reagan's baby, and that that would be a great, great thing. But anyways, yeah. Uh, in the epilogue, like, Reagan visits huh. Dixon the final time. It is a, it's just a weird story, but apparently that's a movie that he's that making. Weird. I don't know how I feel about that. There's a whole and bunch of... There's a, we all know time travel is stupid. But this was also written by Brad Buckner and Eugenie. So uh, that's probably why it was highly enjoyable. So that is our background of our production for this, and... Okay. We start off we in go. Randy Raccoon's preschool. Right. Yes, Randy Raccoon's where preschool. we teach your children and... to be trash animals. Is that? I don't think that's their no. Motto. That's not their slogan. But they do. But they do have their kids doing indoor activities outdoors, which I guess is raccoon inspired because like painting and and some of the games they are playing are definitely indoor typically activities, but they have them all outside. Uh, sure, whatever. Either way, there's a kid covered in paint, so the teacher takes him to the bathroom to wash him up, but it's not really a teacher. She's a demon. Yeah, and, and honestly, she's like, no, like, if you're supposed to be, like, finger painting, not body painting, but I look like this all the time. The other day, like, H-E-B came to my door, and, like, there was two people there. They were kind of laughing, and I was like, whatever. And, like, and I like, go back inside, and I went and looked, and I had, like, paint, like, all the way, like, smeared across my forehead. And I realized that I was yeah. just, yeah, yeah, I was just high conversation with them. And I was just like, hey, how's it going? And they were just like, <clears throat> like crazy, crazy lady with her paint on her face. That's hilarious. Yep, yep. Okay, well, so the teacher is so a demon. She's a demon. Teacher's a demon. Demon. Has him in the bathroom. Has a little boy in the bathroom. I don't look good. It's all weird. No, don't look good. And then light is flashing from behind the bathroom. So and then there's good. a massive, like, windstorm thing happening out of nowhere and all the kids are screaming and then the kid and the teacher are disappeared from the bathroom poof poof that's a surprise tornado yeah I mean, aren't they all kind of surprised you could you could see a tornado coming that's why they're storm chasers i guess i mean you can tell when the conditions are right for them but I guess they start i mean i think they start going swirly around like you know i think you can i think they know they can predict. Oh, sometimes. I don't know. Anyway, kind so of. we need we, so the animals start playing. Yes, we've got we've got to get out of this place by the animals. And Dean is driving baby down like this really like wooded road and he sees Castiel walking down the side of the street and he's like, the fuck? And he goes back and all there is is like this giant bear holding a sign for the Twin Pines Resort. And you follow that bear, because I don't know, if I see a bear holding a sign, I was gonna do what the bear tells me. And back at the cabin, Sam's like doing research, you drinking know, beer, which in, Dean like, has brought more beer. Yeah, this is weird. Now we are moving into heavy. Oh, I'm just, I just, this is where I start getting concerned, really concerned about their alcoholic tendencies. And so I'm pointing out in all the episodes how much these boys are fucking drinking. So much beer. All right, so, so they start beer. drinking now, and Dean's brought yeah. more beer in. And they're just like, Sam's like, what's up? And Dean's not like, I just saw a bear holding a giant sign because that's what I would. I don't think I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even get him through the door. I probably would have told him, like, called it and been like, show pic. You would have gotten a picture of it. It would have been on a signal chat. It would have maybe been on Twitter. Oh, it would not be on Instagram because I no longer have an Instagram account. Remind me to circle back with you that later. (laughs) Oh. Noted. All right. Okay. I, I knew I, there was something that I was supposed to tell Diana, and that is I no longer have an Instagram account. Uh, 
Okay, so Sam is just like, what's up, Dean? And Dean's like, nothing. You look like you saw a ghost. A good goat. Well, and Dean's like, yeah, fine. And Sam's like, okay, well, by the way, this this kid missing from his preschool, and there was a surprise 22nd tornado. And that's weird enough, but there's been, quote, similar wackiness. Which I really appreciated them using that. Made me very happy. Uh, in Tulsa, bus driver disappeared and a river overflowed with frogs. And in New Mexico, a mailman disappeared and the earth split open. So it's a diamond. Is demons, but there's nothing connecting these victims. Demons. Demons. But then, no, Stuart's being tortured. And I don't know how I feel about this. Like, Crowley's torturing Stuart and it's kind of hot and and to be clear when we say Stuart we mean Samandriel the angel played by the same actor who plays Stuart in Letterkenny his name is just Stuart so but anyways I I just don't know how I feel and he's still in his wiener hut outfit (laughs) but he's like all bloody and he's still hot and like Crowley's being all mean and he's like poking him with a blade and he's like Still hot. Crowley wants Crowley's torturing Stuart Andriel <laughs> for names, and he finally says, "Like the next generation's not born yet," and he's like, "Fine, I'll come back for more for more later." Bye. And uh, Crowley walks out from this little torture room into this other room where there's this like weird round table with lights in it like i don't know what the fuck's happening i'm like I don't did know we what just enter like an abandoned star trek like set i don't was know was it a game show set was it like what happened at this table why was this table created how can i get this table can this table be a giant simon game because that is exactly what i want to do as i'm looking at it and it's just like why don't those things go do, 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 and you have to follow yeah. them around I don't know. All the abducted folks that have, all these people that have been abducted are standing, sitting at it. They don't appreciate That's this table. They're just like, what? No, they don't. And we see They're the little paint freak. kid. So he's not dead. We see the paint kid. He's all right. Yeah. Correct. So we cut, though, out of the scene to an abandoned diner where Kevin walks in. Kevin Tran! Promptly... Yeah, Kevin Tran. We get Kevin back. Here's our, here's our little slice of Kevin. Um, and he gets water, a bucket of water dumped on him immediately. So apparently mom, Linda, yay, she's there too. And she has rigged up this bucket to dump water on him every time he comes back in case he's possessed. And he is pissed because he's like, no, I'm not possessed. We have hex bags. We have sigils. We have the tattoo. I'm not possessed. Please stop dumping water on my head every time I open a door. But I would also be like, it's also funny. It's not only yeah, like it's... I can like see if you're a demon, but also I get to dump a I'm bucket of water on my kid's head every time he walks in the door. Fuck yeah! Like this is a great yeah, mom time. Why not? Linda owes him. Yeah. He stole. He wrecked her van, didn't he? Oh, he took her. Yeah. Uh, Lin- yeah. I think. She, I think I she's. Know. I think she like owes the... him. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be in Princeton, and said they're like doing this shit. All right. So well now they're she's she's mad because they're all living in an abandoned diner on the road in these rat ratty places when and hiding and she said no I'm tired of running I want to take a stand. So what does she do? She went to Craigslist. Oh, she, of course she did. And hired a witch off Craigslist. Delta Mendota. She's scrappy, reliable, system. and willing to kill. Mm-hmm. Also, the tag but name for my course, next movie. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, scrappy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, she and Linda was smart enough though to tell her not tell her the whole background, but she generally knows that she they need the ingredients to build these demon bombs, and that's it. So they get on a video chat, and Delta really wants more details, um, but Linda will not give them to her. And because they met in casual encounters, and that means no questions asked. Did they Not close the, down casual? Is casual? Do they still have casual? Is that the, they close the whole thing down after the, the Craigslist no killer? Idea. I don't know. So, but does Craigslist still exist? I don't even know. Yeah, Craigslist still exists. 
Uh, yeah, you can go in there and like look for apartments or houses, but never actually like yeah. Oh. So anyway, so casual encounters not with Linda Trian thinks it is Delta. We learned has been a full witch since the band broke up. Yeah. Well, Sam and Dean are going to go investigate this missing kid. So they go uh, as agents Roth and Lloyd to visit the um, the teacher who took the kid that was then possessed and took the kid to the bathroom. Okay. So and... the teacher's name is Mrs. Hagar. Dean is Roth. So David Lee Roth, mm-hmm. right? Sam is Malloy. So that's Mitch Malloy who was auditioned but never signed for Man- Van Halen. And Sammy Hagar was Van Halen's second vocalist. So we have nice. all the vocalists from Van Halen. Three. That's funny. Yep. Well, they're there and... I Sam pulled a good trick though while they're trying to talk to her. She's like, I don't remember anything. And so Sam pretends to be on the phone and starts saying the words to an exorcism. And like Dean's like, Oh yeah, no, it's just code, so to protect you, blah blah. And nothing happens. So he stops and he's like, Oh, by the way, did you smell sulfur? And she's like, How did you know? So that was their new test. What if she was see. just like, I ate so many pickled eggs? How did you know? <laughs> I mean, hey, who knows? Who knows? Or that kid might have. That kid, uh-huh. man. That, those kids all probably look pretty smelly. <laughs> well, he, we oh, don't know what he did so in that bathroom. Outside. They were outside kids. And the oh. outside bathroom in a park. <laughs> sulfur would smell better than that. That bathroom that's probably sulfur. like littered with junky noodles, too. Anyway, so. Oh, well. At the motel, Dean's researching while Sam sleeps, and there's lightning, and he sees Cassie outside the window again. But just can it and... be now? <laughs> <laughs> and Sam wakes up and asks him what's going on, and Dean tells him this time and tells him about the about seeing Cassiel on the road too. And this is where it basically comes out that Dean's got some serious survivor's guilt. He feels like he should have saved Cass and. Sam's telling him, like, you can't, you did everything you could, so you can't blame yourself. Well, he basically also, like, says, suck it up, right? Just, like, you just suck it up and move on, which is not how Survivor's go works. But whatevs. All right. So, but then we also, like, he sucks it up and sucks it right into a flashback. And it's it's our threesome. It is. Dean, Benny, and Castiel. I'm letting it slide even, because I like Benny. Um... So they're getting closer to the gate and Cass is still going on about there's no proof an angel can get through blah 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 it's a ho- it's a human portal blah 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 and then he tries to be like I just want to thank you Dean for everything but just in case and Dean's like no one's going to be left behind yeah well Cass so, is really trying to tell Dean goodbye here and Dean just won't have it he's like no we we going we going yeah. and we go back to the awesome team <laughs> We do go back to the table. So, and they're asking, and I like how all the abductees abductees are asking Crowley if they are in a spaceship and if Crowley and his henchmen are aliens. Look, I mean, what else would you think? All think all of a sudden, all like, sudden you getting, pop up, like, in a place with a glowing in, table with, with people from all over. Right? Like, of course you're going to think that. Very reasonable. But I'd be like, okay, uh, why are all these aliens dressed? Okay, this is like what you go with. So, no gray men. All right, all right. Like, no grace okay who knew so yeah surprise we're gonna find out if anybody can read our tablet and they can't they can't and the guy from tulsa kind of has a meltdown he's just like i've got a wife i've got kids i've got a job i need to get back to work i have rights where's my phone call and uh, crowley makes him like choke on his blood and die right there he squishes so he gets squished from the inside out so this uh, woman, one of the women volunteers and tries to read it, but she's faking. Yeah. And she just holds these truths to be self-evident and she's got it. She's got it the wrong way. Oh. Yeah. She's holding it the wrong way and everything. So we get to go back to the Tran hideout at the diner and who has arrived, but Delta, Delta John. That's where I went to. What's play that holy water you've got on? Because Linda squirts her with holy water. Out of a turkey baster. 
Yeah. And I realized, like, I don't have that turkey baster. Like, it's not in my utensil drawer, and I really need one. Hmm. Uh, I don't think I have one at all. I I know, but it it seems like something I should have. No, and my mom uses it, like, a couple times a year, and I'm like, gosh, I need one of those. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so hot little Delta wants demons to give her some respect. Because she, and she's got a super cool ba- black bag that's covered in gold studs, and that's what she's carrying around all these ingredients in. So, yeah, she's just totally tired of demons. But she's going to go to the bathroom real quick. And Linda's pissed about these ingredients because she's like, this is not what we agreed to. This is not the quantity. And what the fuck? And Delta's like, oh, you, I'll, you'll get the full amount when you, I get paid in full. And Kevin checks out her ass while she walks away. He does. He does. Because he is still really a teenage boy. And she also has a very hot ass. And she's wearing cute little shorts. Yeah. And so we cut from there back to the motel. Yeah. And this is where Sam has discovered that the disappearances, abductions, are not just happening in the U.S. There was actually a guy on a subway in Rome. And when he was snatched up, there was a freak hailstorm. It's a me, Luigi. So his name was Luigi Ponzi. Y'all, y'all could try it a little harder, but okay. So at this point, we've had a bunch of things talking about weird weather. And so what we're going to do this week is we're going to talk about things that have rained from the sky. And I have taken these from a list. There's a nap flying over my face. And of course, because I've got the, it wants my wine. It wants his wine. So we are going to talk about... 10 things that have rained from the sky. I have taken this from Mental Floss's list article with the name that I just said by Will McGaug, and that was really originally written June 6, 2022. But I have taken out two of the things that have rained from the sky and replaced them with things that did not. So I have to go through the mm. list, Diana. You're going to have to tell me if this is real or bullshit. Okay? Alright. Alright, so we're going to a quiz. The first one. Has this rain from the sky? Meat. Raw meat. Has raw meat fallen from the sky? I'm going to go with yes. Yes, there's at least two recorded instances in Virginia in 2012. Parts of chicken came raining out of the sky. So with that one of the, like, hit a kid that was, like, in a horseback riding lesson and they hit him on the head. Can you just imagine being just like, what the fuck is that? And it's like, like, chicken? Like, where the fuck did this chicken come from? Nobody knows. Also, in 1876, there was a period of several minutes when meat fell from the sky in Bath County, Kentucky, and that became known as the Kentucky Meat Shower. Which that also meat shower? that sounds like a sex thing. Something like I don't is, is that a porn? Is it a porn? If, yeah, if you went to Urban Dictionary, I'm pretty sure you could find a different definition for Kentucky meat shower. Do that on your own time. All right. Wow. Right. Two. Fish. Oh yeah. Yeah, completely. Like this is a thing. When they get picked up in water spots Fish. and they just like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. so there's a whole bunch that fell in Texarkana in 2021. Uh, Australia, of course, has had a bunch. I'm sure, like, I don't have it listed. I know fish fall in Florida all the time. All right, I'm, I just guarantee mm-hmm. that. So, uh, number three, babies. I'm going to go no on babies. Yeah, no, babies have never rained from the sky that I know of. Number four, frogs. Yes. Yeah, and just as, as the same thing as fish. There are things that like live like in the, in the water, so they picked up. In, in the water. Yeah, in 2009, up. there was tadpoles that just like poured down in a town in Japan. That would be awful, though. Little baby, little baby yeah. frogs. Like, but cute, like, like what frog, like, like are there acceptable for, I, yeah, I think most frogs I can accept falling out of the sky. It'd be like little friends. Like, here, here are your little pets. Yeah. All right, number five, cats and dogs. No. 
Yeah, no, that's just a saying. That's a thing. That's, they've never, like, you know, all these things, like, I'm sure somebody, somebody can, I'm sure, can find, like, some example of, like, FedEx dropped a cat or something. Uh, and I know dogs, like, went to space all the time. So I'm sure, like, dogs, technically dogs fell. Like, a whole bunch of astronaut okay. dogs, like, fell out of the sky. Aww, but, astronaut right. doggos. Astronaut dogs. Oh, okay, number six, sharks. Yes. Yeah, it's still the ocean, right? Was a so a leopard shark in 2012 fell on the 12th tee of a Southern California golf course, but it was alive. It was transported back to the ocean and released, and it had puncture wounds on it. And they concluded that a bird had picked it up and dropped it. So that shark wanted to live. Good for you, shark. I hope you got some fish. Worms. I'm gonna go with yes. And the yes was disgusting. There is a gym class where uh, it was the cause of around 120 worms. It doesn't sound like a lot because there was like bunches, like just like bundles of worms falling on people in gym class. And I'm like, it's bad enough you made me go to gym class and like I had to put on your and fucking now I'm shorts, with like, or I had to sit on the sideline and like my docs and be like, I forgot my gym clothes today. Anyways, again, like, but then like, even, like now there's fucking worms. Golf balls. Prude. Yeah. Golf balls. Ooh, tough one. I'm going to go with yes. Yep. Popular mechanic cited a St. Petersburg Times story that said dozens and dozens of golf balls fell on the town of Punta Gorda on the Gulf Coast, Gulf Coast of Florida in 1969. Water spouts in Florida are thought to be the reason why. All right. Mm-hmm. Money. I mean, I'd like to say yes. So I'm going to yes. say it. Yeah. Yeah. In uh, 2007, and there's been a couple of, like I saw one where like rubles are falling out of the sky, but this one was a motorist in Germany in 2007. She, there was a bunch of like Euro notes that were like swirling around in the air. And so basically she got to be in a cash machine that was like on the road. And so she went and like grabbed them all, but then she went to the police and was like, Hey, there's all this money. And I tried to hear, no, hear the R and they went back there. And all the cash was gone. <laughs> Where? So weird, right? Like that cash was there, and then she left, and then she came back. And disappeared. Who knows? Yeah, the great works. mystery of why nobody left that cash on the side of the road. All right, yeah. and our final one, and the most horrifying of yeah. them all: spiders. I'm gonna say yes. Yep, yep, and uh, they like build like parachutes and like just like parachute from the I sky in Brazil. That. Yeah, it's, it's horrifying. I don't like it. No, no. So those are all things. These are things that fell from the sky, sky. Things that no. fell from the sky, sky. <gasps> uh, oh. I know. I'm just on a musical roll today. Uh, you are tonight. I'm yeah. impressed. Yep. All right. So going back to supernatural and. What is going to happen in our in our motel room? Uh, Castiel's there. Surprise! He's actually there. Hey, Holy scruffy. shit! Scruffy, yes, Misha. He is dirty and scruffy. Yes, scruffy Misha. And um, basically, apparently, he couldn't come through before because he wasn't at full power. But Dean is just very sus about the whole thing. He's like, how did you get out? This I almost died getting out of there. I don't understand how you could have gotten out of there. And Cassiel's like, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't remember it. I was just like running from Leviathans. And then all of a sudden I was on the side of the road in Illinois. So I'm going to take a shower now because I'm gross. Uh, no, no, no. So, he does not say gross. He says I'm dirty. I'm dirty, which I, of course, have captured. And there will be a gif of I'm dirty coming out later this week. Uh, this is what happens when Liz doesn't have a job. We're going to get some really, really perverted things. All right. So I'm dirty. Causes Dean to have a flashback. And in this flashback, we can really see that Benny's shirt is just wide open for some reason. I know why. <laughs> is it just for Tiana? So, <laughs> no, I'm just um, so Benny asked, I thought it was one, a very brief, interesting exchange here, though. Benny asked uh, how they feel about Faith. Or if they have faith. And Castile's like, not particularly. 
You're going to start shouting out all your dog's names during this episode. Yeah, apparently. We got Kevin and Faith. I don't think I don't there's there's I don't, I don't think there's any Albus in this, so here we go. Um and then as he says that this leaf like floats in front and it directs them to the portal. Is yeah, is this is a very weird like which weird is like a little thing. blue blue glitter but spot. It's reacting to Dean, which I thought was hilarious. It's reacting to you, Dean. So the blue glitter spot that's the portal thing. I don't know, it's real weird. So Dean cuts his arm and Benny's arm and they do an incantation. Yeah, Dean and starts chanting into Dean's arm. Yeah, Dean starts chanting conjunti sumus unum sumus, which translates to get inside me. No, it doesn't. It means we're going to your butt. <laughs> if Hello Diana's face of like what? <laughs> oh. What? But that's basically what is happening. Benny's sucked into Dean. What the fuck is this Dean's like arm, metaphor? His forearm. <laughs> he just crawls right weird. in there. He's just I'm honestly <sighs> like, if this was the boys, like I can sorry, like this could go like anyways. So um I have the boys in my mind. Like just really sick of season four. But so Benny is now inside of Dean and not in a sexy way. Dean and Castiel have to run for the sparkly blue spot. I don't understand. So I thought like, and maybe it was just the angle of it. Cause it just looked like the blue spot was like right there. Like, why are they running it now? It, like, I thought I they Very move confused. away from the blue spot to put Benny inside. Was of it him. an optical illusion? Like, why are we going uphill now? Cause I would have started. Like, now we're climbing a cliff Why didn't you shit? go to like to the top? And put Benny inside you up there and then go in the portal. And then you would have more nonsense. Okay. But now there's Leviathan, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, Levi's are just poofing in everywhere. And they are very much like I've decided this is like uh the Death Eaters in Harry Potter when they like mm, they are kind of when they drop. Yeah, that's what the yeah. Leviathan are like really reminding like me a, of. It's point. like a gooier version. Yeah, they're like gooey, like gooey Death, Death Eaters. Eaters. Yeah. Yeah. That's the new candy that we're going to make. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So back in the motel room, though, um, we've got, while Cass is bathing, we've got Sam and Dean talking, and Dean's just like, <laughs> but Cass there's is no naked way. in the other room. <laughs> it's like telling Sam, he's like, there's no way Cassiel got out of there alone. I just don't, he's just very suspect, suspect about the whole thing. But Castiel comes out and he's spotless and his clothes are clean. So I guess he has some mojo back. Yeah. And there's this like look on Dean's face where he's just like, that's the face I fell in love with. That is. Is that what? That is my Destiel. Somehow his trench coat was magically cleaned. That not, that's just not the look that I saw. That's just not the look I saw. I saw love, lust, remembrance. So glad to see his man. All in one look was captured. The no. masterful acting of Jensen Ackles. The love. I saw the tension. Uh, mistrust. <laughs> hope, but questioning. And uh, confusion. Yeah. And backed by a little bit of horniness. Okay, so then we go back to the uh. witch. Yeah, and Linda Tran is just totally chewing out Delta and calls her skank, which is not very nice. Bring skank back! We all know that's my uh, favorite word, so I'm very happy. See, this is why Linda Tran and I are soul sisters, and yeah, she's calling that bitch a skank. Mm. Well, they're going to go through with the deal, even though Linda doesn't like the terms that Delta's changed. And so Kevin's got to go get mom's purse, which is fucking weird. So Linda's just like, no, Delta. Everybody in the service industry knows that you get the goods and then you get paid. And then she's like, even hookers know this. And then Delta's like, my sister's a hooker and she gets paid first. I mean... I guess it just depends. I think it all depends. Because then I really started thinking about it. I was like, okay, if I get a massage, I don't pay first. I pay at the end of my massage. So I could walk out. But if I was a sex worker, I wouldn't trust no skanky ass man to pay me. So, yeah, I think that just comes down to you just can't trust, you know, your John. 
So anyway, so uh, Kevin goes to get mom's purse. And then. Well, he's grabbing it. He realizes that the salt line's been broken. Yeah. Well, so this is where the hooker comment is important because when he's walking off, he, Linda Tran turns to Delta and says, your mother must be so proud. And Delta says, she is. Of course, with my sister, the bar ain't real high. <laughs> Pretty, funny. Pretty funny. It was good. I just thought it was well, good. But. Now we've got a problem, though, because our salt line has been broken. So Kevin runs back in, asks his mom if she did it. Of course she didn't. And basically, Delta betrayed them to Crowley. Crowley's there with his lackey. Of course she did. So, and she is, like, super sucking up to Crowley. And he is just does not give a fuck. So he snaps and she disappears. Yeah, I mean, at least he, I'm surprised he didn't kill her. So, but I think she just gets snapped too. away. I thought she would die, but she did not. I did, too. And yeah, so, so Linda's then, like, take oh, me, ahead. take me. And Carly's like, why? I have no use for you. So BT Dub, Lackey, kill her, destroy the ingredients, and Kevin, you're coming with me, and snaps and they disappear. So Bye. he Yeah, so he doesn't kill her, which is I thought was an interesting thing, right? Like it's He doesn't, but he tells his lackey to. Yeah, I but it's classical like villain problem. Like you don't solve your own problems, mm-hmm. you leave it for a henchman. And yeah. you trust that your henchman's going to take care of it. And d- your henchmen don't know that you're dealing with fucking Linda Tran. And she's got a super soaker full of fucking holy water. Damn right she does. Boom, boom, boom. And tr- Mrs. Tran just takes him out. Boom. Boom. Well, back in the motel room, Sam observes to Dean and Cass that... Dean the, comes the back with stopped. more beer. Well, yeah, he, he does have more beer. Yeah, and Cass is watching TV, and Sam's on the computer. Sorry, guys. I just had to point out that Dean came back with more beer, because we're, we're, we're just I'm mindful of their, their intake. Well, Sam's like, hey, the disappearances have stopped, uh, and starts listing all the names, though, of the one, the, all the names of the ones that disappeared. And as he's listing them, Cassiel just joins in and knows all the names, because apparently these are all prophets. They are all, and angels are in uh, Instinct, instinctually know all of their names, past, present, and future. And basically, there can only be one prophet at a time. So Kevin's the prophet right now. These are all future prophets. So if Kevin dies, one of them becomes prophet. One of them dies, the next one becomes a prophet. So on and so forth. So there's a prophet at all times. Like I do slayer. appreciate there is a... Yeah. There is a quick question in here about what about Chuck? What about and Chuck? And they say, Chuck must be dead. <gasps> and then they just move on. Chuck. No, he must be dead. Mm. Oh, but Sam's like, you know what? Diamonds. It's got me Crowley. Yep. Crowley wants insurance. And then Sam's phone rings and it's fucking Linda Tran. So here we go. Crowley is telling Kevin. Yeah, but Kev- the chair that Kevin is in looks like the chair that Stuart was in. And I'm like, did they just take Stuart out or is it a different chair? Does he have more than one of those chairs in this place? I'm sure he does, but it looks like the same. It looks like the same chair that he was in. Exciting. Crowley says, "Hey, Kevin, you need to help me, or you die. And if you or not, and if you don't, you're going to die. And then one of the other ones will help me. So no big." And Kevin's mad because he's like, "Oh, you just killed my mom. What do you expect?" And so um, pissed at that. And Crowley's like, "Well, we can make a deal." And he's like, "Whatever. You're just going to kill me as soon as I read the tablet. So who fucking cares?" And he's like, "Look." Crowley's like, look, here's the deal. I actually want you to do it because all these others failed to inspire. Uh, I'd rather have stubborn to stupid. I was like, oh, damn. It's kind of funny. But yeah, so then he kills one of them yeah. to demonstrate. It's like, if he, I don't know, like, he's like just looking out this room and it's like, these are the world's worst fucking resumes and you've got, like, this asshole person who works for you and you're with you and you're like, like you suck. I don't want. I don't want to work with you. But all these people are fucking morons. All right. I guess it's you. But yeah. yeah. And just to show though that he is fucking serious, we're gonna splat someone. Yeah, he expl- he levitates and explodes a lady all over them. So everybody's covered in blood now. Weird. And the cool table. That's the point. He does. Yeah. I think someone's gonna have to clean that later. Yeah, they can just clean. So we go from that, and our three amigos are back together again. We've got in our, baby. Our boys are all together. They're in baby. 
and they're waiting on Mrs. And they're going to go meet Linda. Yeah. So Dean's going to stop and have a flashback because that's what they're doing now. And it's him, it's him and Castiel fighting Leviathans because Benny's inside his arm already. And Dean grabs Castiel's arm as they're like on the edge of this rock trying to get through this portal. This is so stupid. Yeah, well, we've seen parts of this like in previous <sighs> episodes. Again, yeah. We've seen it over and mm-hmm. over again, right? And there's a whole bunch of the, you know, I got you! Yes, yeah. I got you! Come got on! You. And Castiel like not really trying and his hand slips away. Blah. Yeah. Blah. But I just love this, like, we've got the three boys are in the car, and, like, Dean's thinking about this. He's like, fuck it, Cass, outside, outside the car now. And he's like, doesn't want to talk to his boyfriend in front of Sam, because he's like, this is personal shit, right? And, like, sometimes you just got to be alone. So he's like, we got to go outside the car. And so they go outside the car, and Dean's just like, you just got to tell me, like, what, you know, like, I gave up everything for you, bro. Like, everything. And I did not know. Wait, I, I have it in capitals, and I don't think I think I put in capitals wrong. So it was gonna have a very like vocal like. I did not leave you. But I did everything to get you out. And Castiel's like, wait, what? I'm pretty much about the whole thing. Yeah, which is you know I think it's very funny if you think of as a you know. Not to throw too much in a dusty yell, but it is kind of like that relationships time and like, and this is just from my chick point of view, where like you spend like hours like thinking about something that like your others like did and you're just like, motherfucker, can't believe like all this shit like and like you're done like steaming over it and then like you see them and they have no idea what you're mad about. And they're just like, what? Like, and you were just thinking something like so hard, like all you're doing was venting on it and the other person's like, what? This wasn't about you. Like, yeah. yeah. But it's very sweet. Uh, like, this whole, like, cast being like, oh, my God. Like, you thought this was your fault? Like, oh. This is, and, like, you can see, like, how much that hurts cast. I think that. Well, around this, they get interrupted, though, so they don't get to get this resolved. Because Linda's there. And she wants help getting Kevin back. And the um, she explains that she hired a witch. Uh, and has a demon in her trunk. So they're going to torture the... So Dean's going to torture the demon to get the location where everybody's at. I love you, Linda fucking Train. Uh, she's kind of a badass. She is a uh, fucking badass. Like, oh, no, you left me to be killed by this dude? Fuck you, this bitch is tried up in my trunk with a devil's trap on it. Mm. Well... In the meantime, it's good they're on the move because Crowley is cutting Kevin's pinky off. So, yeehaw. So Kevin's going to start translating. Yeah, he says he'll do it. He'll do it. And he really is this time. Like, this time it seems like he's not faking him. And he kind of starts with his bandaged hand. But Crowley is just not impressed with the information he's getting. He wants macro game-changing information, not micro. Mm game changing. I love the way he says game changing. Uh, Damn. Shocking. So, Baby is pulling up to the to Diana's favorite warehouse. I swear to God. Another industrial plant, this of course. This it's one's white one. and green. It's cute. I know. Sure. In Atlantic, Iowa. And Sam promptly cuffs Linda, handcuffs Linda to the steering wheel of her car so that she can't come inside because they don't need to give Crowley any additional leverage. Uh, and um, yeah, they're going to, Dean gets, confirms location and then kills the demon. So they're going to go in. Yep. I do like the scene that we cut to with Crowley with a pinwheel though. The pinwheel is, well, I have it as Crowley has a wee pinwheel because that's all I always think of is the pig from the Geico commercial and the pinwheel. It's my favorite. It's one of my favorite pigs. It is good. It's a favorite too. How can you not smile when you see that shit? Like, I don't know. So, so Kevin does just find the section though about the um uh in the tablet about uh defensive weapons against demons, which of course they already know about, and sealing the gates of hell. And that's when he gets Crowley's attention. Yeah, but Crowley wants to go. It's just like, what was God thinking? Humans can't help, can't have that. He's like, hold on, we're just getting to the sexy part. 
And then I had to like step away for a little bit because just the way he was oh, like, okay. we're just getting to the, the sexy, sexy part. part. <sighs> oh, man. But then we get dumb hair Sam just running down the stairs. Yeah, because they're all in the building now. And we've got, um, he's, Sam walks into a group of demons and uses a demon bomb to kill them all. Yeah, we skip some things because we get dumb hair Sam running down the stairs and then they, they kill demon Steven Seagal. Oh, yeah, they do. They do. They kill Demon Steven Seagal. And then Kevin, as he's reading the tablet, has found a personal note from the Archangel Metatron. And Metatron was a scribe and a suck-up, according to Crowley. And Kevin's like, this looks like a farewell note. And then Sam comes in, and that's where all the demons have lined up to party. Right. And he blows them up with a bomb. And... um. Dean and Castiel are elsewhere, and Castiel can sense Kevin. Uh, Sam is the first to find the room full of abductees, though, and he sees the blood. And he's like, "Oh no!" They're splattered everywhere. The table. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty funny. Like, oh hi! He's like, "I'm here to help." And they're so like, good. "Thanks." What the fuck? Like, is this a ta- big Sasquatch came here to help us? How is this going to help us? Um. <laughs> Right, and Castiel has to smite a demon in one well, of the yeah. halls okay, because so it flings well, Dean. Yeah, it it's flings real weird. Dean into like a bunch of chains, which is kind of hot. But also, like, why are all those chains hanging there? But it's like very Nine Inch Nails video, like just like, yes. oh, I'm just gonna throw you in there. And but like, Cass is just like, I don't know if I can smite you, but I'm gonna smite you. And it, but just yeah, like, yeah. try. He's he power he powers up enough to smite. One smite. He's, his battery Smoke. is like charged to, to only smite. Smith. He can only smit. He can't smite. He can't smite yet. And then we go back to Kevin. And he's translating and he's something about more than a Leviathan or a demon. And then Castiel's like, I can't wait anymore because Dean's taking too long to pick the lock. So he poofs into the room. So before that, when Kevin finishes, he says, and thus endeth the compendium. And Kevin defines that. And of course, my man knows what a compendium means, but he doesn't know what Metatron meant about a compendium. And that, that perks his interest. And then they and then they they, they clap in right when they cap where they're clapping in, uh, Crowley is deducing that there are more tablets. More than Leviathan mm. and more than Demon. And then there's a flap. Cass is there. And they both have, Castiel and Crowley both have angel blades. We have a standoff. And then Castiel starts glowing real big and his eyes are real glowy too. And Daryl Crowley's like, you're bluffing. No. And then Castiel's like, just stares harder. And then his wing shadows show up. After he, Crowley makes a, makes a penis joke. And Crowley's like, when he's taunting him, he's like, he you can up. get it up, but you can't keep it up. Because it's always yeah. about your dicks. Is there my angel Viagra? Well, either way, so Crowley thinks he's bluffing. Castiel just glows more and stares harder. And then they grab for the tablet and Castiel hits the table and the table shatters and the tablet breaks and Crowley disappears with a chunk of it. Yeah, and it's like kind of like, is it a smite? Is it a smash? Is it a smite smash? Something. Yeah, but something Crowley like has that. yoinked something. He has yoinked one part of this tablet away. Yes. And outside... We've got out now we're outside and it's daylight and la di da. And Sam's like, Hey, Linda and Kevin, the cops are on the way to get all the profits. I will By tell way, you that um, I, I almost for here, but I thought about having a quiz that came in right here where I asked you to name all those profits. Oh, fuck. I remember that. Nope. <laughs> and then I thought that, that was to too mean. And I went with the, the, the blood, the blood, the Kentucky meat storm. Yeah. Kentucky meat shower. Kentucky shower. Let's get, let's get our get our Kentucky meat showers. Kentucky meat shower. Oh man! Oh my gosh! Slide into Diana's DMs about what a Kentucky meat shower is. No. All right, no. so no. cops are coming to pick so, up the, the, the profits that none of us can name, like the seven dwarves. Yeah, and 
and that and apparently um garth is gonna assist kevin and linda for a little while and Castiel i want might that tv show kevin's finger someone someone try to give me get, give me garth and linda tran garth and, and kevin. The trans. yes i would watch that sitcom like religiously and yeah but kevin is pissed because he took his finger and he was like i want to seal these bitches up So now Dean and Cass are going to get into it. Dean is pissed that Castiel pulled that stunt. He's not at full strength. Why the fuck was he doing that? What was he thinking? And Castiel's like, mm, it's not really your responsibility. Hold on a minute. He's like, this is about something else. This is not your responsibility you know, now, nor was it in purgatory. So it's not your fault either. So hold on. And Castiel asked Dean, he's like, don't you remember what happened? And Dean's like, yeah, this is what happened. He's like, no, that's why you had to remember it. Let me show you. And um, and Dean's like, I failed you, like I fail everything and everyone I care about. Which is you just put sad. so yeah. There's like so much shit that's coming out. Like Dean is vomiting up like a lot, right? Yeah. And yeah. but Cass is just like right and being like, dude, you need to. It's not all about you, bitch. Hold on. Like. I know you think this whole like show is about the Winchesters, uh, but sometimes there are other side characters in this, and our relationships don't always revolve around you, Dean. Oh my gosh! But well, yeah, Castiel's like, "Hey, let me show you what actually happened." Yep, and he forces so a flashback on everybody and boops him. Uh, he boops him and. Dean now sees him trying to pull Castiel into the portal and Castiel basically shoves him and tells him to go and lets him risk let, lets Dean's hand go. And this so is go why, back and, yeah, this is why eyewitnesses mm-hmm. suck and don't use them in your court trials because you can't believe what they see. I know what I saw. Like, I know what I saw. Well, uh, and so he tells Dean, he's like, look, you weren't weak. I, I, I pulled away. I didn't want to be saved. I felt like I was where I was belonged because I had to do penance for all the fucked up shit I did on earth and in heaven. And so I had planned to stay all along. I was trying to tell you, but you wouldn't listen. And I couldn't tell you that. So I, sorry, you can't save everyone friend. This is like kind of fucked up. Like, so I don't think Cassiel tried to tell him that. Cass said a lot of things in all these clips that they show of purgatory. I never once see Cass saying, Dean, I need to stay here and pay for my shit. I just see, I can't go through. Like, it never. I don't think I'll be able to get through it. Yeah, like, he never says, I want to stay here. So, fuck you, Cass. Like, tell tell his brother what you want. And, Mm -hmm. you know, like, he can't read your mind, honey. Like, you've got to communicate. You have got to communicate with your alcoholic boyfriend but i also don't think dean would have accepted that he probably wouldn't but i mean you can't just but say this shit now the like no, because like it was we were seeing like this flashback of like let it go like let it go let it you know so right as as that's happening yeah. the league like, why would dean have re- like i don't know like there was nothing leading up to this and all of a sudden you're like bye i was gonna sit here all the time yeah how would he have known yeah that's yeah like no, that was sure. a pl- fuck you, man. Like tell me, like I'm not coming. I wouldn't have. Maybe I wouldn't have dragged your ass across purgatory, and me and Benny could have just had a but hot at least time. I would have played myself. Or like but at maybe least I would have myself. Yeah, or maybe so. As much I don't know. Well, either way, they they kind of get interrupted because Sam walks up. He's like, "Oh yeah, Garth is going to help the trans," and all of a sudden I'm like, "Wait, what just happened?" Because your scene your scene just like like flips like no transition all of a sudden it's castiel in this fancy ass office and it's so abrupt right i really wanted to know what Barry. your reaction was because like it's like a set it's like well, a, I, I thought i fucked up my netflix and i was so stressed because i was actually like kind of in a hurry watching the episode yeah i know like <laughs> i i know but like it's just like what like if and it even took me a moment to remember like oh yeah this is what's happening here because it does like it's a completely yeah. different set it's completely different sound and it looks like you yeah. skipped something yeah, and then I also had the panic of son of a bitch was this, like this whole episode like some fuck like mind fuck episode and that would have made me mad too because I hate like a mind fuck yeah, yeah. episode. 
but no it's all like no none of this actually happened (laughs) that is not what is happening what is happening is up with a woman who is saying hello yeah and this is naomi's office in heaven and basically she confirms that they saved him from purgatory and that these chats that they're going to be having will be his repayment what for that what chat what now and so she asks him about the winchesters and he explains what happened just now like this whole story also when she talks about saying and this is i think so her name is naomi and I think that you know, the way that she tells him that we saved you pretty much defines who she is. Because she says, oh, an incursion of angels saved you. Cost us many lives. So in this, like, we saved you. Killed a bunch of people, so you already owe us, right? So you already, like, she's already pushing that shit in there. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, tell us about the Winchesters. And he just, like, word vomits. And she's like... And then he literally says at the end, he's like, I don't know why I'm telling you this. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. You know what? Uh, you need to help the Winchesters. Go help them when they call you. Uh, and just report to me. And yeah, they won't even know you were gone. I'll just send you back now. Be a snitch. Hmm. You can't even choose it. You're going to have to be a snitch. What? What? And then just sends him right back in the middle of the conversation. And where he, Sam was talking about And like about she said, they didn't, they didn't notice. Yeah. And Cass is no, just no. like, wait, what's happening? What, what? And he can't figure it out. And he's kind of like distressed and he just kind of walks off. And so Sam just asks, are y'all good? Yeah, he doesn't mean hmm. it. And that's, so Cass is back. Cass is back. What about casting Cass couch? Is back. Is Cass and back on the casting, casting couch? couch? Casting couch. It's the casting couch. Were they on that show that time with that guy? La 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 Uh, now, just a couple folks in this one um, uh, that we'll talk about. We've got Naomi is played by Amanda Tapping. Uh, been in episodes of X-Files and Kung Fu. Uh, super long-running character in Stargate series. But, so um, Samantha Carter, she played Samantha Carter, who uh, was over in, in over 200 episodes of uh, Stargate SG-1, carried over into Stargate mm-hmm. Atlantis for over two dozen episodes, and other Stargate like videos and things and games and things that came out. Also was uh, Dr. Pero in the TV show Travelers. That's a regular, as an ongoing. As a I still haven't watched that one because I feel like it's time travel. Good things. I'm sure it is. Well, yeah, it's, um, I think that's the premise of it. That's why I like it. Yeah. yeah. Not appealing. Um, Delta Mendota is played by Serena, uh, Serena Fialo. Uh, episodes of Community, Glee, Criminal Minds, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, and uh, several... And a couple episodes of 911 Lone Star, which I enjoy sometimes. Um, and then, kind of random, one of our future prophets, one of the female f- future prophet number three, to be specific, <laughs> was played by Juno Rinaldi. Um, played, uh, Juno, parts your in, case worker? <laughs> parts in Jennifer's Body, Tooth Fairy, episodes of Fringe and Arrow. And then there's a series that just ended a recent, that was pretty big called working moms and uh she played frankie and was in over 50 episodes of that nice nice good for her yeah there we go so what'd you think about a little slice of kevin uh yeah so i mean it was actually overall a really fun episode as much as like it was really i think it was a cleverly written and fun episode plus like we got to see fun people like we got to have Stuart, we got to have crowley we got to have Cass, we got to have a little bit of benny we got like even though it was flashbacks you know benny's shirt was open but like i think that was it made that and linda of course like we all like linda her, fucking so Jan. i think it made it, it made it a fun episode i think um you know uh, as much as it's you know there, it wasn't a total bummersville because we actually like started to resolve some things i feel like so that's good yeah I mean, and we found kevin so that's good no i don't think it was a bummer as much as you know when we try and work out dean and Cass's relationship 
Like yeah. sometimes that moves into bummer's land. And I think here, like, I think we started to see at least the communication about the problems that were in the relationships. Like a, the, these are things that bugged me were said. So it yeah. makes us yeah, So even think, if it got resolved, it was at least vocalized. It was vocalized. So hopefully we can deal with them and move on. But, you know, obviously now we know that we've got Benny back. We've got Cass. What is going to happen to Denny or Destiel? Well, I don't know who is going to win. Who in who wins a Winchester? Who wins the Winchester's heart? His love. His brother. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, it's. I, I enjoy this episode. It's. We're moving things along. It's interesting. I think they're I, me knowing what is happening. I feel Critical. like there is, you can clearly tell another storyline is being introduced by, we have introduced a new woman named Naomi. So yes. we have maybe like starting, we're resolving all the Leviathan things, all the Levi's are being, maybe there'll be less flashbacks now. Maybe. Oh, that would be sweet. With the love of Satan, let that there be. be. Less less. Although we still have to deal with we still have to deal with Sam's girlfriend. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't like oh, I just this is a season of flashbacks. So it's but maybe we're moving past one. Maybe. I don't know. No spoilers. Let's see. Let's see how this goes. Hmm. How many more flashbacks hmm. will there be? And how many more beers can the Winchesters drink? <laughs> Questions. Will we have answers? I don't know. Tune in next time. <laughs> Cheers, jerk. <laughs> Cheers, bitch. Devil's Trap Podcast is a don't get it production. <laughs> Devil's Trap Podcast is part of the Ship It Studios Podcast Network. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Devil's Trap Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Devil's Trap Podcast, Twitter at Devil's Trap Pod. Or you can email us at Devil's Trap at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe, leave reviews, and share with all your friends. We're at all your favorite podcast outlets and at Devil's Trap Podcast.com. I'm Babe. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time.